Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it. And, and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Susan Tom from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast, live from Denver, Colorado today. My producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States, 153 affiliates strong. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio. No, that's not enough. We're streamed live on radio.com. So there are lots of ways to follow us. All you have to do is go to America's Healthcare Advocate. Everything's up there. The website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our summer video series is posted on pet health right now. So we talk about things like parvovirus and some of the other things your animal, your pet, your cat may encounter during the uh, summer season. Those videos are posted on the website, America's Healthcare Advocate. You can also get those on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a question or a comment or I can help you with something, you know, I got a call from a listener this morning on that show we did last week when we talked about children with specific disabilities and issues. Gave me a couple of interesting points that we didn't cover, and we'll be incorporating those in the next broadcast we do. So I look forward to any feedback I get from you. You can go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email. I always tell you I get a couple of hundred a day. So I don't answer each one of them the same day, but I do answer each and every one of them. You can also contact me on Instagram and do the same thing on Facebook on America's Healthcare Advocate. All right, we are doing a show today that I've wanted to do for a long time, and we're finally able to be here in Denver, Colorado. We are at the Wavi Brain Scan Facility. Joining me here at the facility today for this broadcast is Dr. David Oakley, founder and CEO, Rob Martin, Chief Operating Officer, and Paul Sorbo, Director of Sales. And what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about your brain health, okay? And we're going to talk about a new medical technology that I'm convinced is going to change the face of healthcare in this country. It is the WAVI brain scan technology. We're going to talk about some of the things that it does today. And these are some of the things that the WAVI brain scan technology provides scientific data for. So concussion, Cognitive issues like Alzheimer's, dementia, depression, PTSD, anxiety, heart health, and how it affects the brain. These are some of the things that we're going to talk about today with my guests here at the Wavi Brain Scan Facility. Those are a few of the applications. This is an FDA-approved device. Think of it as blood pressure measurement for the brain. That's kind of, that's kind of how it works. So we're going to start with Dr. Oakley this morning. I'm going to ask him to tell us a little history. Dr. Oakley is a neutrino physicist. He's a four-time Nobel collaborator, and he is the CEO of the Wabi Brain Scan Technology. So you spent 10 years, Dr. Oakley, putting this together, developing it, and here we are today talking to the entire country about the Wabi Brain Scan Technology. So talk a little bit about, tell us how it all started, your collaborators that, that were part of making this happen, and then we'll go from there. Doctor? Yeah, thanks, Kerry. The uh, well, it didn't start off uh, 
in the typical way, I'm, I'm a data guy, and I was doing happily doing neutrino astrophysics. And my partner, David Jaffe, who was one of the co-inventors of the first pulse oximeter, showed me some brain data, brainwave data. And I just thought it was beautiful. I didn't know what it did. But when you see your people see their brain scans, they realize it's, there's a lot of information in there. So I got enamored with the data. And that's how we started this project. I thought it would be uh, much quicker to develop a medical device than it was. Ten, ten years later. Ten years later, yeah. But um, that's what got us started. Just So talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you went through a number of iterations to get where we are today. We're sitting here, and this show is being videotaped, ladies and gentlemen, to be up on our website, and we're looking at the Wavi helmet devices. This obviously was the end product. It wasn't the first product. What was it like to go through all of this and get to the point where we're at today? Yeah, it was, um, as uh, Thoreau once said, he would have written a, a shorter novel had he more time. So what we spent most of our time doing is taking a known technology, trying to make it simple, finding the most, uh, the, the quickest uh, test we could do, the, the most uh, streamlined reporting we can do to maximize the information, minimize the testing, set up time, and minimize the cost. And there's another uh, hidden feature here is that medical devices typically are they look, look medical, and uh, one of our sweet spot is to brain scan everybody, everybody, whether you're sick or healthy or happy or sad, everybody should get their baseline scan. So that in order to do that, we had to make something pleasant, easy to put on, friendly, fun. People, when they see our headset, they want to put it on. And um, one of the key uh, uh, instigators of, of that was uh, one of our partners, Scott Siemens, who founded Croc Shoes. And um, he came and yelled at me one day. We were friends. He goes, you got to make it light. you got to make it comfortable. And I thought it was light and comfortable. But lo and behold, we went to Momo Design in Italy to take the Crocs-type materials, not Crocs materials, our own proprietary material, but Crocs-type material, make it light-friendly, make it uh, aesthetically pleasing, and it has some antimicrobial properties we, we put in there, or biostatic, I think we will call it. And um, so... Lo and behold, we have this this team collaboration created something really fun, beautiful. Something fun and beautiful, but something that really is quite remarkable. Rob, let's talk a little bit about what what the Wavi brain scan technology does. Um, it takes four minutes typically, okay, which is pretty remarkable when you think of it. I remember when I first uh, was introduced to this by my partner Steve Sanborn, and I, I thought to myself, I went through this and I listened to everything and all the information, and I went back to him and I said, you know what? They've got lightning in a bottle. And that's exactly what I think it is. So let's talk about some of the things that it does, some of the areas that it provides scientific data for. Rob? Yeah, thanks, Kerry. So it's, uh, you know, it, we measure a lot of things in, in, in life, right? And it could be biomarkers, could be blood pressure, heart rate, height, weight, blood panels. And for the first time, you can actually understand and quantify exactly what's going on in the brain. So we look at P300, both speed, latency, as well as voltage and reaction time. So the setup is as easy as maybe five to 10 minutes of setup and a four minute scan, and you have some quantifiable data, four minutes of raw EEG data that any neurologist or EEG practitioner can, can understand and read. In addition to, we break it down into easy to understand printable um, reports that the, that the consumer can actually take home and, and work on. So whether they are sick, like Dr. Oakley said, whether they're sick or whether they're healthy, they can actually go take that baseline and go work on whatever they're working on and improve that. Yeah, and you know what's interesting, Paul, is that uh, it actually creates a picture 
I remember when I first saw the pictures, I went, this is amazing. It's a picture of your brain. If you've never seen a picture of your brain, it's pretty unique. Uh, let's talk about, um, you know, that equipment, which is, you know, this is not some giant tube that you roll into, uh, you know, like a CAT scan or, or, or an MRI. Talk a little bit about the equipment, how portable it is. We've got these helmets sitting here in front of us. Uh, a little bit about that and how portable and easy it is to use, Paul. Yeah, no, it's super easy. Um, everything is all in one contained. We call it our Wavi kit. Um, we provide the practitioner, whoever it may be, everything that they need to run the scan. That comes with all three Wavi size helmets. Um, it comes with the laptop with all of the software, everything you need to do. Um, it's very, very simple to set up. All you need is a mouse and the cord that connects to the computer and anybody can run a Wavi scan. And that's what we needed to do is to make this applicable to everyone in the world and make it something that wasn't intimidating to be able to do. And that's exactly what you did. And Rob, he said something interesting or I want to go back to. Anybody can run a Wavi scan. So you don't have to be an MD. You don't have to be a nurse practitioner. You don't have to be a nurse. Okay. You don't have to be a chiropractor. Um, we'll, Wavi will train you. To, to run these scans. Um, let's talk about that. How, who can do this and, and what kind of a facility we can have it in? Yeah, we're everywhere from any practitioner's office, from cardiologists to neurologists, weight loss centers. It could be primary care physicians. It could be athletic trainers and, and youth sports. It could be any of those models, professional sports, uh, high school. Uh, anybody can be trained. And so we have, uh, you know, state-of-the-art updated training videos. So we can go through uh, courses with them. They have videos they can learn from. Once they complete those, we can actually, you know, hand-in-hand make sure that they understand the technology and that they are experts to run the scan go through the software and then provide those printable reports to their to their practitioner to their customers so paul it's a six-month program they have to go through to learn how to do this no no i would <laughs> much easier than yes that. it is much easier why don't you tell the audience what it, what it entails yeah i mean so the training videos are a whole um as we're rolling them out they are going to be a whole certified course that you're going to be a wavi certified practitioner that you have learned how to be able to do that um, typically what i like to tell our clients is that i can have you trained in less than five hours uh, to be able to run this interpret it and to me you know especially when looking at something like brain performance that's pretty phenomenal yeah, it is. It's, it, it, I, you know what I think really uh, surprised me? One of the things that surprised me about this was how simple it is, how portable it is, how simple. Uh, four minutes. In four minutes, you have a complete picture of your brain. Um, and it's, re it's really quite remarkable how it works. So it works very, very well. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue this fascinating discussion here on America's Healthcare Advocate. We're live in Denver, Colorado at the Wavi Brain Scan Facility. If you want information on the product and what it does, brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com, or you can call 833-804-3334. We will have someone that is happy to help you answering that phone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, we're up there. A lot of these shows, all these shows are podcasts. I've given you all of those before so you know where they're at. Um, if you want to tell somebody about this show, maybe you know, we're going to talk about in the third segment, we're going to drill down on just a couple of things. We're going to talk about concussions and cognitive issues. 
you can't do it all. There's too much going on here with Wabi, but, and we'll be doing more shows like this, but if you want information on this, again, you can go to the website. The website is brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. The phone number, 833-804-3334. We have folks that are standing by. They are happy to help you uh, if you want to talk to someone. Maybe you're a practitioner and you're interested in this. Maybe you're a clinician and, you know, maybe you're a soccer mom or soccer dad and you've had a child that had a concussion. We'll talk about that in the third segment. Joining me again here in Denver, Colorado, Dr. David Oakley, Rob Martin, and Paul Sarbo here at the Wabi Brain Scan Technology Facility. So the doctor's in the house, and we are talking about this amazing equipment and what it can do. So we're going to talk now about just an overview, Paul, of applications. I went through this in the opening monologue, but let's go back through this again. All the things that, that, that Wabi can do now and then there are some things that Dr. Oakley's kind of got put away for a while that we don't know about yet. So <laughs> he's laughing. So, so, let's, so let's go, Paul. Let's talk about what, what can Wabi do today producing scientific data on certain issues. I think you hit it right on the head there, Kerry. So our power is in the data. And what our data has been able to show is we've been able to identify patterns in things like concussion research, PTSD research, Alzheimer's and dementia research. But those really are not our sweet spot. Our sweet spot is really year-over-year performance. And what we're able to do is we're able to track year-over-year performance for an individual and make sure that that performance is either maintaining and, and or not declining. And that's really phenomenal that someone's able to do that on a year-over-year basis. So the applications for that, Rob, let's talk a little bit about those. So I mentioned, you know, as I said in the monologue, we talked about concussion. Let's go through some of the different things that the data that Wavi produces data on. Yeah, simply there's a, there's a cardiologist in town here in Denver, Dr. Boone, who is, has been scanning patients for about six years. And because patients come in with cardiac markers, he also scans their brain and shows them the correlation to their brain. So when they see that their brain is not functioning well, even though they came in because of their cardiac markers, people are very accountable and aware of the things that they're doing to their body. And so his success has been remarkable just in producing that brain information for, for his patients to help their heart. It doesn't matter what the situation is because we're measuring you to you. And that's the beautiful thing about it. It could be, like I said, weight loss. It could be performance for youth sports to uh, NCAA sports to professional we're measuring you to you. So if you want to make a change, if you want to add in sleep or supplements or a cardio regimen, uh, nutrition, we're going to see the difference, you know, 30, 60, 90 days down the road. So, so talk a little bit about, Paul, let's talk a little bit about brain age, because one of the things that came out of that study, and one of the reasons why a doctor was so successful with his heart patients was that, you know, you can preach to people about what they should do, and God, I know about that. We've been doing that for 20-some years uh, in, in, the, in the healthcare business and also on this radio show for the last 15 years, but trying to get people to act um, is always the hard part. Engagement's the hard part. So brain age. So explain what, what, what is meant by brain age and how those two things were pulled together in this particular study. Yeah, so for this study, it, it all boiled down to compliance. And as you kind of hit on the nail on the head, you know, compliance is really the big issue with patients sometimes. And so especially cardiovascularly, how do we get our patients or how do doctors get their patients to be compliant on their program? Um, and what we found through the data 
is that as we were improving their cardiovascular markers, um, whether it doesn't matter what the um, treatment was, but they were improving cardiovascular markers, their brain was improving through their brain's performance with that P300 latency and voltage. And that's really important because when we're able to get that compliance out of people, they're seeing overall wellness increase in their whole life, which is just phenomenal. And so when you go to brain age, brain age was able to be calculated um, via averaging, and this is not a real value. It's just a value that was completely made up for the study, but it was a really great motivator for the individual patients. So by able, being able to basically compare voltage and or speed to where their peers were, it was able to basically rank them in a subsidized score that basically compared where they should be compared to where their peers are. And again, this is completely based on right. you. It's, it's you to you. But the cool part that Dr. Boone was able to show was that by improving those cardiovascular markers, he was improving the patient's brain markers and performance markers like speed and voltage, which through that value that was made up of brain age, it was completely able to be improved. And that was a really great motivator for every one of those patients. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Rob, because it's, it's a real connector. When you see that picture and you're, you're 30 years old and then he says to you, well, your brain age is 53, probably ought to put the potato chips down and uh, get off the couch. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, start, and start to connect with those things, uh, as Paul said, that are, that are going to have a positive impact on your lifespan. And then your brain age starts to change. And you come back six months later, and you're at 40 years of age. Right. And the next thing you know, you've done this for a year, and you're about where you should be. And that, I think that's one of the most interesting parts about this is how illustrative it is and how easy it is for people. To, there's an actual picture here, and you can't argue with what you see because uh, it's right there. It's scientific data, right? It's simple. We have pictures and numbers. It's really easy. So however you want to understand it, we can explain it to you simply. And when people see their brain and they see their report, I've never seen anything like it. I've been in med device for 20 years, and this is the coolest thing because they look at it and go, that's my brain? That's amazing. What does that mean? How can I make it better? And you can do that in, in exactly that way. It's like put the chips down. Let's go for a workout. Let's, you know, let's sleep better. Let's have a better overall lifestyle because everybody's worried about losing their brain. Even though they may have a cardiac marker or some other ailment, they're worried about their brain. And yeah, so and, and you know what's interesting about that is, and I said this going in, this is, I got this from you actually yesterday, that this is a blood pressure device for the brain. In other words, you know, everybody knows how to measure blood pressure, right? And, but there's never been something that did all of this, that did everything that the WAVI does. And so now there's an actual device that, blood pressure device for the brain, right? Yeah, blood pressure for cognitive performance, I'd like to say. I like that better. Yeah. That's a little more scientific. Yeah. We're going to be right back after the break. We're going to ask Dr. Oakley to answer an interesting question when we come back after the break. So stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Look, you're listening to this and you're intrigued, right? You want to know more? Go to the website, brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. If you're a clinician, if you're a doctor, maybe you're just a concerned citizen, or maybe you are in a sports league 
for a soccer league, whatever the case may be. All the information is up there on brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. The phone number, 833-804-3334, 833-804-3334. I'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. We're going to continue this fascinating conversation with all the folks from the Wabi Brain Scan Technology Center here in Denver, Colorado. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the Fruited Plain. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all up there, including this show. All right, my producer, the always perfect Mr. Oscar Monterosa. We are live from Denver, Colorado today here at the Wabi Brain Scan Technology Center. In studio with me, Dr. David Oakley, Rob Martin, and Paul Sorbo, uh, all part of the Wabi team. You know, I try to bring you cutting-edge information and technology, whether we're talking about a genomic gene treatment for cancer or we're talking about one of the latest breakthroughs in a particular drug. We do a lot of different things on this broadcast. The purpose of this show is to educate you about the Wavi system and all of its applications. We're going to drill down on just two of those in this segment. Maybe we'll get a little lucky and get something else in. But we got a lot to talk about here today. The website, if you want to learn more about this, brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. Phone number, 833-804-3334. Operators are standing by. They will take your call, and we will get back to you after the broadcast. 833-804-3334. 3334 or brainhealthscan.com. All right, doctor, I told the audience I was going to ask you a question when we came back that I thought was kind of interesting. I have to give my partner, Steve Sanborn, credit for this. So the question is, what most excites you about what WAVI means to healthcare today and in the future, doctor? Oh, thanks, Steve, for the tough question. Yeah. (laughs) Steve's good at tough questions. This is going to be fun. This is the fun part. Uh, Today, what it means is that we're offering something that, that has not been offered before. And so to provide information to, to just regular people, you know, uh, or regular people meaning people that don't feel they have any ailments, to show them their brain is, is it's a big deal. And that, that's a lot of fun. But the most fun is that we'll collect data from all of those. And then it, it's amazing what we can see with this data. For example, with six seconds of data, uh, one of my students from University of Colorado was able to create an image that identified people who had been in a car wreck. People who, they didn't have trauma, no loss of consciousness. They had just all been in a car wreck and they felt like they had some sort of emotional trauma from the car wrecks. And the, the um, computer could identify all of them with just six seconds of data and said, this group has something in common. I recognize a feature. And if we can do that with six seconds of data, I can't imagine how fun this is going to be playing with this data set. Will we be able to tell, for example, we have also seen people uh, three years before symptom onset with Alzheimer's. Um, the computer recognized some image that they all had in common. And as we go, this is the tip of the iceberg of the kind of stuff that we're going to be able to find. So when I made that statement at the beginning of the show, this is going to, I think, change the face of healthcare in this country. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And we're redefining what we mean by mental illness. I think, 
uh, we want to re reframe that. It's not mental illness, it's mental functioning. So we identify patterns when people have certain mental functions that make maybe a deficit, but instead of calling it a mental illness, we'll call it a change in your theta-beta or a change in your, your brain pattern. And that, that's revolutionary on how we rethink mental illness, which is a big, mental health is a big issue right now. Yeah, it's We've a big got to reframe issue. it. It's a big issue that gets swept under the rug a lot right. because people don't want to talk about it. And yeah. people certainly don't want to talk about it if they think they have the issue. Right. So by right. rephrasing that and looking at it a different way, you're approaching it from a whole different angle. Yeah, well, and, and just the fact of seeing br your brains can help heal it. I, I had one uh, patient, not a patient, but a, uh, um, a subject in a, in a study, a PTSD study. He was the first in the ground in Iraq. He had a had, uh, broken back, had to fight his way with uh, the person who was the American Sniper movie. He's one of the characters in that movie. And he was just a mess. He was on 27 different meds and uh, alcoholic, out of shape. And he saw his brain, and we showed his brain was really fast as a... As a as a special forces person, you'd expect a very fast brain, real beautiful. And I, uh, our medical director, who's also a military, ex-military, started yelling at him, said, look at your brain, it's fantastic. What are you doing? You're out of weight, you're on 27 minutes. Well, that was uh, four years ago. He hadn't had a drop to drink since then. He went on a 100-mile hike, he's lost 100 pounds, he's fit. Just by seeing his brain, snapped him out of his PTSD. That's a great story. That's really fun. That's a great story. That's the it's future. a great story in terms of what it does yeah. um, and how important that picture is that Rob described uh, in yeah. the last segment. So we're going to switch gears in a minute, Paul. I want you, one of the things that uh, most fascinated me about this and I learned a lot about was the concussion issue and the fact that in this country, you correct me if I'm wrong here, 30% of these kids are sent back to play um, and may still be concussed when they go back to play. That, that, that the measurement that we're doing now doesn't give the kind of data that the WAVI system gives. So talk a little bit about WAVI and concussion protocol and what WAVI's doing there. Yeah, so WAVI has been doing a six-year longitudinal study, almost seven years now, right? Mm -hmm. um, longitudinal study with CU Boulder on their football program, all about concussion research. And what we've been able to identify through the research and literature is that um, every person that has suffered a concussion that we've been able to identify has a significant drop in either their brain voltage or their physical reaction time. And WAVI is providing more information than uh, any other test has. And what we're able to do by having every player have a baseline test before the season, we're able to look at their brain after the concussive event. And what was found is that about 40% of players that had been cleared via other forms of... So it's 40%. <clears throat> that roughly, yeah, I knew I was wrong. Yeah, just under. <laughs> yeah, um, just under. That's um, all right. Of them being cleared via other forms, um, that their cognitive performance had not returned yet to their baseline. And what we found through the research is sometimes, and, and this is the really scary part to me as an ex-athlete, is that sometimes, and, and somebody that has suffered a number of concussions that that cognitive performance, that brain voltage, may not return through the end of the season. And that's really scary to think about if you have players that are going two, three, four, five years doing that. And, and there's a lot of power in that data. And there's a lot of power in that research. And so if we're able to have players that have a baseline scan, and then all of a sudden they have a concussive event, and then we're able to get that post-scan, where is it, where's the point that we know that their available cognitive resources had returned? And what we found through the research is that when that does happen, um, as long as no other event had happened during the season, that those um, voltages at the end of the season typically um, were a little bit higher um, or more normalized with the baseline scan, which is really cool. So, Rob, we're back to that picture again. 
because I've seen those pictures. Yeah. All right. So here's the baseline scan. And the purpose of that baseline scan, as Paul just explained, is to say to the parent and the player, this is what your child looks like when they're in a normal state. And then they're concussed, and they come in and have another scan, and this is what your child looks like now. And there's a big difference. I mean, when you see those pictures, um, it's pretty dramatic, isn't it? That's absolutely right. And we're just the scale, right? We're just the temperature of the brain or the scale of the brain. And so we show you that picture of what you look like before impact, right, before the season starts. If something were to happen, it doesn't have to be football. It could be soccer. It could be any impact sport. If there was a there was a supposed event, then they get a scan again. Their trainer, their doctor is going to review that, but they're going to clearly see that the voltage or the battery of the brain is completely different. It's off 30 to 70 percent from baseline. Well, then they're going to have a protocol as to what they want to do to rest and do those things so they can get better, rescan, and they can safely, with 100 percent objectivity, know that it's safe to return to play. And that's the beautiful thing because they can see that in, in the scan. They can see that in the in the uh, in the picture. Paul? Um, yeah, just, you know, <clears throat> just to kind of piggyback off Rob, it's, it's, to me, it's more about when do I still want to hold my player out rather than when do I want to put them back in? Um, you know, if, if my cognitive resources, if I'm somebody, if I'm the player or my kid or anybody, and I, I notice that we have a Wabi scan and those baseline cognitive resources have not yet returned. You know, I'm more comfortable making a decision saying, you know, I don't, I don't think we should go back to play yet. Because you, you have, th this isn't subjective, this is data. Uh, as, as Dr. Oakley says, this is real data that, that you can actually take a look at and say, yeah, here's where we are today, okay, and you're concussed, and maybe you have to have a couple of scans before you know you're able to go back um, and play. Before it's, you know, uh, to the point, yeah, Dr. Go Oakley, ahead, I would love to yeah, the, rope um, you in on that. Yeah, well, we, we don't want to be in a position of telling anybody that it's safe to play any sport. That's not what we do. Um, but like you said, our sweet spot is when it's not safe, we can tell you that. Yeah. But, that, but you know, because no one knows what a concussion is, and we don't know what long-term damage happens from repeated blows, so nobody knows the answer for safety. But uh, we have a good piece of information when it's not safe. Yeah, that's, I, that's simple. So the process of elimination, Paul... Yeah, it's, it's important because what, what the research has found is that the brain adapts. And so other things may return faster, like physical reaction time. That may return very quickly. And if you just use that single piece of information, it may not be the entire picture. And that's really what Wavi's trying to provide is just a more in-depth picture to give some more information on these type of events. We're going to come back after the break. We're going to continue this fascinating conversation. You know, if you're involved in a sports team, maybe you're in a soccer league, uh, maybe your school. There are schools that are having their whole football team scanned with this product now, with this service, with the Wavi uh, brain scan technology if you want information you want some help with this brainhealthscan.com is the website brainhealthscan.com that is the website the phone number 833-804-3334 833-804-3334 we come back after the break we didn't get into cognitive issues we're going to talk about alzheimer's we'll talk a little bit about that stay tuned we'll be right back after the break with more here live in denver colorado at the wabi brain scan facility you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, Facebook, uh, and Instagram. Information is up there. These shows are all podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Tune in and stream live on radio.com. So I get a lot of feedback off those podcasts. I guess they're becoming pretty popular. So if you listen to that and you have a question, go to the website, go to Facebook, or go to Instagram. I had a gentleman connect with me this morning. Uh, feel free to send me anything that you want me to expand on, talk about, or maybe there's something you didn't like. Hopefully not. All right, my producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa, in studio with me here at the Wavi Brain Scan Technology Center. Dr. David Oakley, Rob Martin, and Paul Sarbro. Paul Sarbo, you think I did radio, um, joining me here uh, live in Denver, and we're talking about the Wavi Brain Scan technology. If you want information on it, the website, brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com, phone number 833-804-3334. Operators are standing by. They will take your call. All right. I promised the listeners, doctor, that we would talk about cognitive issues, Alzheimer's in particular. I'd like to hear from you on that topic. Yeah, the, um, it's a, obviously, it's a big big deal. There's a lot of work, a lot of research has gone into it. But if, if you look at the research over the last 10 years, it's really clear that the majority of dementias can be prevented. Uh, whether the ADNI study shows the importance of diet and a lot of blood flow issues and a lot of uh, exercise lifestyle, simple things can prevent the majority of dementias. And if we take that seriously, then um, if we uh, monitor the brain while people are doing these interventions and find out what works for a particular person and keep everybody healthy. And I think we can really make a big, huge difference by just showing people their brains, getting motivated about whatever intervention the, the clinician wants them to take. And I think we can beat the majority of this dementia is kind of amazing. Well, it's kind of amazing, and it's an Let's opti- just go do it. Yeah, I know. Carrie, let's just go do it. I, th- I think we are doing it. I yeah. think that's what we're doing here today. Yeah. You know, what I like about that is we don't hear much in the way of optimism about Alzheimer's, dementia, mm-hmm. uh, cognitive issues. And for those of us that are chronologically challenged, I'm speaking specifically about myself, at age 70, I will tell you this is a significant issue to seniors. Um, it's something that's on everybody's mind. A lot of people don't like to talk about it. A lot of people, I don't want to know. Well, that's kind of, that doesn't work real well. The head in the sand is not the answer. One of the things that's great about Wavi is it gives you that picture, and that picture is important. So thank you for that, doctor. You know, Paul, um, you, you interact with a lot of people that are using this technology today. Why don't you tell some, the audience a little bit about some of the folks that are using it and how they're using it, Paul? Yeah, we've had some really cool stories, and some of the practitioners we're working with are just phenomenal, and the response that we've had from their patients is just unbelievable. I have a Really, really phenomenal TBI clinic here in actually Denver, Colorado, that's been working with this. And they use Wavi for every single patient that are coming in. And they specialize in very, very severe TBIs. We had a young, uh, young woman come in that I was uh, part of the scan for, and she was in a 120-mile-an-hour rollover accident. Holy cow. That yeah, was rough. Um, and so we were able to scan her at first. Um, her brain's performance was um, not typical of that of her age group. And uh, very, very affected um, from what the doctor had determined from the car accident. Her skull actually crushed the passenger's skull and it cr- shattered the window. It was really severe rollover. And, uh, you know, this family has been trying for two years to get her back to, you know, a functioning normal, in their opinion, life. And uh, through about two weeks worth of treatment with this doctor, um, we were able to show almost a 260% increase on her brain's um, values that we were measuring, both that voltage and the speed. 
And it was a very emotional moment for the family because all of a sudden there's a quantifiable picture that's saying my brain has improved in at least some statistical analysis. And all of this money that we're spending, the time that we're spending is worth something. And we're really showing progress. And, you know, we've stayed with her throughout the uh, last six months and her brain has, her voltage and her speed have continued to uh, improve. And she actually was able to walk on a treadmill for the first time by herself for 20 minutes. She hadn't walked in about two years. And so the treatments and what we're showing and what Wavi's been able to quantify um, with this is that neuroplasticity is real. Um, the brain is able to whether rewire or, or improve. And, and that's what's so cool about this is that we can actually track that and we can track this throughout, whether it's dementia, Alzheimer's, whether it's TBI, whether it's, it doesn't matter, we're able to show the brain's performance in any one of those and, and what interventions are actually able to do to the brain's performance. That is a remarkable story. That's cool. That, that, that is a truly remarkable story. That, that is life-changing. It was. Yeah. That I was mean, pretty cool. That, yeah, that, that's, that's extremely compelling. Rob, before we go out here, we're about to wrap it up. A little bit about uh, some of the folks that are using us in the sports medicine side. Yeah, we've got some great, uh, <clears throat> great folks in either physical therapy or the, uh, the neuro rehab, the, the neuro chiropractors. Um, we've got some interesting folks in the Northern California area that are doing some amazing things as well as Southern California in, in youth sports. Um, so it's starting to really catch wind there. But like you said earlier, we were just part of uh, 160 kids that got scanned for the entire football team in a local high school down in Southern California, just all in one day. So they all had their baselines. Uh, another interesting story I'd like to share is with, with a group out of, out of Portland, Oregon, Dr. Court and his partner Jet at K2 Pinnacle. They received a patient uh, that came in and spent a few weeks with them. He, he gets these patients. And this, this patient was in, uh, in, in a wheelchair. He was an electrician for 20 years at a high-tech company. And he was basically immobile. He was, and it was EMF sensitivity that he's, he'd incurred over, his, over the last 20 years to the point where he was completely immobile. They worked with him after they got their initial baseline scan. His voltage was around 10. About a week and a half later, they improved with all their technology. They have some amazing technology, and I don't know exactly the recipe that they're using, their protocol, but they got his voltage up to 15. And then three weeks at the end of their session, they got his voltage up to 18. He was able to go for the first time in probably three years, go to Disneyland with his family, withstood all the rigors of Disneyland and all the EMF going down there, came back for one more week, and they're able to optimize his voltage to 21 at that point. They're doing some amazing things on EMF. That is remarkable. I think, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it all. I want to thank all three of you for being here today, Dr. Oakley, Paul, uh, and Rob. Thank you for taking the time to be here today. You know, I try to bring things to this broadcast that I really think make a difference. This makes a difference. You heard some very compelling stories today. You heard Dr. Oakley talk about Alzheimer's cognitive issues. You just heard Rob talk about this gentleman that was a electrician. So I don't care if you're a practitioner, if you're a clinician, maybe you're involved in, in sports in some way, maybe you're a school administrator, whatever it may be. If you want to learn more, take the first step. Go to brainhealthscan.com, brainhealthscan.com. All the information is up there. We're going to have videos posted on this broadcast as well. The phone number, 833-804-3334, 833-804-3334. Thank you all, gentlemen, for being here today. Thanks, and now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye.